Hey, listeners, thank you all for tuning in tonight. Get ready for a good episode. Just a quick check-in call to action. We mentioned last week we're going to be opening up our call lines. That's right. Check the link on our IG at The Blend Podcast. Look in the link and leave your message. Definitely make sure you put in your information so we can give you a shout out when we shout your insight out on the upcoming episodes. Let us know how your day is been and ask us if you have any questions that you'd like for us to give insight on. Hey, we can all chop it up together. Welcome to The Blend. What's happening, Pete? How you doing this evening? Um, Dandy. Thanks for asking. Dandy. Yes. How are you? I'm great. You cooked That's an awesome it. meal today. Did I? Yeah. That was by mistake. What is it? Yeah. No, it wasn't. Tasted pretty intentional to me. The taste was good, but you know, I'm a presentation person. Mm. I like for it to look good. Yeah, well. And it looked okay. But it was a pasta that looked more like a soup. So if you serve it up as soup, it looks wonderful. Yeah. If you serve it up as pasta, it looks like shit. Well, I don't know what that tastes like, but mm. this was delicious. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Hey, Pete can burn, y'all. Pete can burn. And you actually made it with chickpea noodles. Chickpea to, pasta. I'm trying to do the healthier thing. It was delicious. Hopefully I have some for lunch tomorrow. I made plenty. Okay, great, great, great. On another note, um, you know, last week's podcast was pretty interesting, <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty, uh, I guess, soothing. It was, um, it was needed. Had a little bit of a rocky start of the week, but hey, we might have another one in future weeks. I'm not talking nah. it up. I'm just saying nah. we gonna speak. We gonna speak positive. But the good thing is, we can, uh, we can always kind of. Get some insight on how to turn that around and be back at it. But uh, how's this week so far? This week has been great. Um, Any craziness? Another set of problems. Uh uh-uh. uh What uh, you got? What you got for, you know, for me and the listeners? I work stuff too much, but I got to go on. Hey, it's the blend where the work day and every day meet the literary, the but, music, the I'm, everything. I'm, I'm the literary. <laughs> Not the work part. I wipe my feet on the rug. But since... People want to know. Right, right. Key want to know. So I was getting ready to hire somebody. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I actually hired somebody uh-huh. um, out of town. I oh. told them I was coming. Yeah. And um, they kind of gave me the runaround. They hit me with the... Um, the banana block, tailpipe? Yeah, block your phone call. <laughs> and I want to, I'm going call from another. I just got to know. So I called from another number. It rings. Mm. I just hang got out. Like, okay, see what this is. Save myself a trip. And... Hire someone else. Mm-hmm. Go through the process, get someone else hired on, and fly down there. Fly to town. Mm-hmm. And they no-show me. Mm. And, and you had to do a turnaround flight. Yeah, then I already Like had you to flew down flight. for that purpose to right. onboard them, train them, all that good stuff, so you could fly on back home, be under your own roof. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. But you know what I learned? What? There's always a lesson in everything. Of course. So what I learned on this one was that the guys that I had, yeah, they were straight. 
Ah. I was listening to outside people give their outside opinion. Ooh. And I needed to go down there and take a look for myself. Ooh, good segue. I feel a segue coming on. And I was able to tweak what I needed to tweak. Uh-huh. And keep the right people in the right job. So it worked out. But mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you're, you're frustrated because, like, man, I was twice. But the reality of it was, was I needed to see what I needed to see. Mm-hmm. And the only way I was going to be able to see it was to be there. Was to actually be in the mix. So, yeah. Sometimes it's like that. Um, matter of fact, you know, we <laughs> we experienced something. Um, was that yesterday? Uh, maybe yesterday or the day before. Or maybe day before. That kind of, you know... It rubbed both of us a little. It, it rubbed both of us the same way, but we didn't realize we thought that way until we said, "Hey, man, what you think about this?" <laughs> and was I was crazy. like, "Man, yes, I was thinking the same thing. Like, what?" And it brought to mind the the topic of false empathy. We see a lot of that happening. <laughs> For sure. Um, this particular situation, you know, I, on the trailer tonight, I kind of spoke about like one of the things I think um, that we're seeing a lot of. We're seeing a lot of people be genuine in their interest in things like they will be seemingly interested in something. And then, um, man, am I boring you, Pete? No, no, you're good. Oh, okay. Peter over here giving a a good yarn, a, not a yarn, a yarn. Um, but you'll see people seemingly interested, genuinely interested in like being all about a thing, and then one particular instant may come up where maybe it wasn't so genuine, and then you have to question. Okay, well, what are your intentions? You know what I'm saying? So that's what this particular situation brought about. But it brought to mind in what we're seeing every day now in this whole movement, this, um, you know, still this fight for for civil rights and, and just doing the right thing. A lot of times we see people jumping on bandwagons and um, it seems real. It seems genuine. And then you have what I like to call agents. Just step right on in and show themselves, um, sometimes unintentionally, but it's just naturally who they are. So all of what they presented themselves to be in by way of, oh, I support you um, in this thing doesn't turn out that way. And so that's why I thought about like, man, that's if there was ever a definition of false empathy, that would be it. And I've come across a couple of instances like that in my life. And it's just like, I wonder how everybody deals with that. Like, especially in these times. What has been your experience? I mean, other than the obvious, like, this is not really like a false empathy type situation, but it just brought that to mind because this this lady knew she wasn't going to show up. Well, it, it was... <laughs> here, here's, the, here's the ill part to me, right? Uh-huh. And then it's crazy because, of course, the sensitivity of it, y'all, we can't just say... This is what happened, da, 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 blah, blah, blah. I would right. love to. Right. Uh, maybe in a couple of weeks we'll go back and revisit this. But <laughs> um, here's what I think. In anything you do, there's levels of commitment. Always. If you're going to learn a new language, mm-hmm. there's levels of commitment. My commitment to learning Spanish was not a high one. Mm-hmm. So I can count to like six. 
and say <laughs> hello serious? and goodbye. And that's about it. Let's do it. Ready? Go. Yeah. Uno, Uno, dos, dos tres, tres, cuatro, cuatro cinco, seis, siete, cinco, ocho, seis. nueve, diez, once, doce, thirteen, catorce, quince. What? Pete. Hola. Hi. <laughs> como esta? I do know como esta. I don't know what that means, but oh, I know okay. it comes after hola. Mm. All right. See what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I can't. Muy bien, y tú? Yeah, me too. <laughs> Yeah, itu means me too. Oh, yeah. no, muy bien, and itu and you. I'm well, and you. I am well also, and you. So if you join us on Thursdays, not Thursdays, but Mondays, uh, <laughs> he will be doing a Spanish podcast. So you the real. Now, nah, but seriously, my so my level of dedication to that clearly isn't high, and there's no disrespect. It's just that my level of dedication isn't there. So if you put this on a level of person to person, uh, one person trying to understand a, another group of people, mm-hmm. to me, what I saw at that moment was your level of dedication wasn't there. Now, are you talking about the your 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 situation down down in the um the spot? No, 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 the no, worker no, no. or the, what we were talking what, about? What we're talking about? Yeah, man. And so with that level of dedication comes this. Mm-hmm. You have your level of dedication, and then there, it, to me, also has to be a level of respect mm-hmm. for what you're trying to learn, right? right. Teacher, sensei situation, right? So if there's some things you don't know, right? In the year 2020, mm-hmm. <laughs> get your ass on Google, right? Check it and out. Look this shit up, <laughs> or call phone a friend. Phone a friend. Phone phone a black friend. And so this in this situation, it was a <laughs> group of people all on this deal. And uh, this person said they they weren't comfortable doing it. I was like, what? And I was like, I I get the not comfortable part. But that ain't for everybody. Right. That's just me. But that's not, to me, that's not for everybody. Right. Like, if you're going to say you weren't comfortable, the person that invited you, you should have told them. Because it lets everybody else look at you like, well, what the hell? Right, right. And and again, there are pockets in this world. Mm -hmm. Because as, as a culture and a group of people. Right. We have to integrate into the rest of the world. Right. But the rest of the world does not have to integrate into us. Man. <laughs> and so because of that, that's where some of these disconnects come along. Correct. Correct. But again, if you're going to be about it, your level of dedication needs to be mm-hmm. to fully understand. So that's to, to that point when I say, you know, it brought to mind um, the concept. And I guess I'm going to coin the concept. I, Maybe I saw it in a book or something at one point in my lifetime, but false empathy, right? Empathy is what feeling, 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 um, a sense of, um, understanding Mm -hmm. on behalf of somebody else going through something that you have not yourself gone through. So if you pose yourself to be supporting someone or something, whether it's a movement, um, whatever it is. And it specifically targets, you know, a group that's impacted and you don't have any ties to that thing. You have a decent level of empathy simply because you're you're a part or simply because you demonstrate that you care. You demonstrate that you care. You're human. You're human. human. There's (laughs) a there's an ounce of you, you know, not even an ounce. You have a heart. Right. But then the off switch comes on when you're faced with 
the decision of being genuinely empathetic in the moment where you may be inconvenienced the most. And I believe that's where we truly see people's, um, I think we see their genuine selves, their, their true inward selves, not that they're horrible people. I want to be clear about that. Not that they're just, oh my God, I can't believe I know you type of thing, but you've shown me a little something. And I'll give an example and I can actually be a little bit more direct so the listeners can kind of relate. If they have a relatable experience, Trayvon Martin, right? Mm -hmm. When he died, what year was that? I don't remember. Man. Well, when it happened, right? The, it, for me, it felt like the world was on fire. Yeah. Because that was just some, that was some crazy we, shit. We were at dinner and I remember I blacked out and I broke down at dinner. Yes. Not when it happened, but when the verdict came back. Yeah, man. Yeah. But no, this, this particular incident happened right after, right? I mean, like it was fresh. Like when he, he got shot, the information about it came out. I was working at a particular location, not where I'm at right now, but I had a friend that I worked with. Um, uh, I, I had two friends that I worked with and, um, you know, I'd gotten to know him very well. Um, still speak with one of them to this day, very, very close uh, and dear friend. But the other, we worked together, but we had gotten to know each other a little bit. And, you know, things were at its height, not at the level that it is now around George Floyd and everybody's kind of seeing a different type of solidarity. There was no solidarity. It was like, hey, well, he should have you know, citizens arrest, he should, you had all these opinions, kind of like the mixed emotions around how felt people felt about the OJ crap, right? Like you had people on one side and people on the other. It, it was that kind of environment. Anyway, long story short, listeners, um, my example or my experience of experiencing somebody that really had false empathy was this one of the two women that I worked with at the time when this happened um, we would kind of talk about it and, oh, it's horrible. And that's, you know, it's crazy. And I just, you know, I feel bad for the mother. And this is just, this is just, I don't understand why this happened. And there was empathy shown outwardly in that moment. Cause of course, you know, I worked around other black people and it was, you know, it was a, a mixture. So I was performing my poetry one day over at the, the black Academy of arts and letters and this particular show was going to be dedicated to uh, kind of just releasing the frustrations about the whole Trayvon Martin. And it wasn't just Trayvon Martin. It was some other stuff that had happened. Right. Yeah. And that was just like that was like that was the match to the <laughs> to the Molotov, to the fire, everything. So that particular um, show and set was uh, had some poets on there. I was one of them and we were just there to kind of release and do our pieces around social justice, all of this stuff. And I invited, I invited everyone I knew, especially if we talked about it at work, because I'm thinking, hey, you empathize. What better way to show solidarity than to come around the very people who are hurting in this moment? So you can hear from us, so you can understand why we're upset, so you can understand how you can help, you know, how you can help educate people that don't understand why we are upset. 
Do you know the one that was also in Among Us speaking at work at that time that was like, oh, I feel so bad for the mother and da 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 da. Um, she's like, oh, I, 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 you know, I, I just don't feel comfortable. I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm going to make it. So, so are you not going to make it because of the situation? You scared there's going to be something said? Are you, what are you scared of? Are you scared because it's in downtown Dallas? Like what, what, what are you scared to be around my people? What's up? Cause I'm cool at work. We good at work while we're here. But that's the deal. It's like, you are good at work. And and here's the deal. Yeah, man. And then I'll finish. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. no. Go ahead. Do you want to go to her church? This was somebody I don't even think that went to church, to be quite honest. But if they went to church, would you want to go to the church? And she said, hey, I'm having this in my church tonight. Do you want to go? If she invited me out of decency, if I genuinely didn't want to go, I would tell her, hey, I'm not comfortable just going to anybody's church. That's I would have been honest with her and I wouldn't have went. But she was honest with you. But here's the thing. She wasn't. And you'll see why when I finish my story. Okay. Well, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> but false, my ass about this right. false empathy, right? So remember, I have two friends and they both, you know, both Caucasian, both I felt very good friends at that time. When she said that and said, I just won't feel comfortable. And I asked both of them around the same time, one actually came and supported me. Because she said, I don't understand why it happened. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't feel like the other people feel who was on the side of George Zimmerman. She said, but I know that you're hurting and I know that this means a lot to you. And I would love to come and just hear. She said, I might not even be able to relate, but I'm there to support you. That's genuine empathy. This chick... (laughs) actually told me well i'll probably be the only white person there so that's really why i don't want to come i just wanted to tell you and i said so but you told me that you ultimately just didn't feel like you would be comfortable because it was downtown dallas she said i know i wasn't you know i wasn't being honest do you know when she told me that seven years later Seven years later, when you actually see that the the emotions and stuff that happened back when Trayvon Martin was going on is the same shit, same emotions that we're dealing with now. And now you got a conscience. That's what I mean by false empathy. And we are still dealing with a lot of people like that. So I remember putting a post up a couple of weeks ago saying, listen, I understand we have to be collaborative. I get it. It takes everybody. But we have to be vigilant. We have to, because it is some fake imposters out here um, doing things just because it's in the moment. I'm good enough to, you know, do this, but we are not good enough for you to be around. I'm not buying it. I am not buying it. In other words, we need to be vigilant and surround ourselves or, or collaborate with the right genuine allies and people and that's that's where i i you know that's what i think about uh, around the topic of false empathy and it's i see it increasing unfortunately because people are getting comfortable now right you don't see the protests on the tvs you don't see the stuff happening and people slip up and they they start to show themselves a little bit 
And it's just, uh, I just don't want us as a whole, not just black people, but everybody on the side of progress in, in making changes. Don't stop this fight, y'all. Don't stop and for a moment and think that this is over. It is not. And be weary or leery, be leery. Um, but more importantly, be vigilant and educate those people that you find to be um, be the ones that have false empathy and, and just doing things so it can appear that they have a genuine interest in really standing in this movement when they don't. And that's it. I had to get that out because, man, that bothered me. <laughs> so you understand like that experience and the other person that did come very much good friends with her till this day genuine heart like all the way around and 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 nobody can ever take that from her because that's all i've ever seen from her is a genuine heart period um the other person you know what i don't i don't hate her i forgave her but i ain't got to fool with her and i don't ever ain't ain't fooled with her since then so i mean that's that's pretty much false empathy anything like that happened to you other than that you know, the situation we we were observing yesterday. No, I'm just sitting here feeling like a shitty person. Why? <laughs> I would be the other lady you're talking about. Like Really? Yeah. Well come on, Pete. We got different that's that's what this is about. Let me hear it. If I don't want to do some shit, right. I don't care who invites me. Like if I don't feel like doing it, I don't feel like doing it. Like it ain't got nothing to do with me caring about you or not. And don't like so Here's where my level of friends stack up, right? Like my uh -huh. pyramid scheme of friends. Pyramid there, scheme. <laughs> yeah, pyramid. Like there are some people that I would get out of the bed in the middle of the night for. Oh, yeah, for sure. And for there's sure. some people to call me and I'm just like, fuck. Okay. Dang. I once dropped the F-bomb later. Did you know that if you drop the F-bomb one time in a movie, it's PG-13? If you drop it more than once, then it's rated R. Really? Yeah, so right now the show is still PG-13 because I dropped my F-bomb. And I had another place where I wanted to drop it, and now I'm disappointed. But anyway, back on task here. Right. Uh, yeah, if I don't want to go, I just don't want to go. Like, And so there are situations or circumstances where mm -hmm. I would literally get dressed, sit on the edge of the bed, and be like, man, I don't want to go. And then I sometimes just don't go. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. You are also not a person that will involve yourself in the movement yeah, follow me if if you if it was something you wouldn't falsely involve yourself in the conversation as if you care involve yourself in the the activity is what i'm going to call it to appear inclusive you wouldn't involve yourself but to me, as if not. you're trying to understand and then at the end of the day make make up a lie because in that moment she could have said you listen know, i've lied to get out of going to places <laughs> Like, but we're again, talking about this situation. But, but, but in any situation, okay, it still to me comes down to your level of dedication. Mm -hmm. And some of my best friends are Hispanic. I'm Please. kidding. You know the joke. Like, ah, yeah. What I'm going with that is like you really know Spanish. Okay. Like, you yes. carry a conversation. Okay. So my best homies that I hate people say, my three best friends that are black. What are you talking about? I'm not a racist. But no, seriously, like. I don't speak Spanish, but I have friends that are Latino. Like, it's not that big of a deal at certain times because of your level of dedication, to me, does not determine if you care about a subject or not. Right. It cares about how down you are. 
It shows about how down you are, but it doesn't show me. Huh? I don't think it's about how down. This person is not considered the person that did go when that I also asked, who's also Caucasian, she actually went. She was genuinely interested in hearing the stories, but that didn't make her down. Well, it made down it made her. You know what? It did make her. Job turkey down. I, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you said job turkey. It made her consistent with who she is and what she said and what she said she stood for. That's what I'm talking about. And that's why the text rubbed both of us the wrong way when we read it. Yeah, but at the same time, the part that rubbed me the wrong way. Was the lack of decency to do your own damn research and the lack of decency to have a conversation that she shouldn't have had that conversation on the group text. Correct, correct. That should have been a conversation she should have reached out one-on-one. Yeah, that, man. That's my part. Like, that's, that was a part that's just like, that's more tacky, if I can be honest with how I feel about it. It's more tacky than me questioning your level of whether you care about a certain group of people or not. Like, that's yeah. how I see it. Like, yeah. So, again, it's not to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not one to gauge somebody else's level of dedication. I just look at it from the standpoint of it's some shit you want to do or it's some shit you don't want to do. Right. Because I'm one of those people. It's some shit I want to do and it's some shit I just don't want to do. Like, people will talk to me and stuff. Well, man, we can talk. Bible, we can talk all kind of shit. You invite me to your church. I'm chilling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to come to your church, man. Like we can talk to a blue in the face. I don't want to go to your church. Yeah, I'm sorry. So how do you feel about how? So what? If but, that was the one thing that made you, what made us really agree on the like? Wait, what was that <laughs> yesterday? Like, because so, of, no matter how you, sometimes when somebody's dead wrong, yeah, so there's wrong, yeah, and then there's dead wrong. Uh huh. When somebody's ass is dead wrong. You can offend four or five different people four or five different ways. Oh, you're right. You're right. And to me, she was dead wrong. She was. Like I said, I don't... I mean, when people talk about their dogs... (laughs) (laughs) And and, and their dogs love me too. Their dogs come straight to me. It drives me crazy. I'm not a pet person at all. I don't give a shit about your fish, your lizard. Like, people tell me about their dogs... Lizard kill over here. Oh, uh, you, no, you didn't. You trying to be funny, <laughs> but Pete, no. Pete, listen, listeners, we have two beautiful dogs, and Pete they swears have two beautiful dogs. We have two beautiful dogs, and Pete swears that he does not like them. They don't gave care them about my them. last name. I saw some little doggy certificate, <laughs> and they gave these damn dogs my last name. Oh man. I ain't know what to say. And the kids the girl, are so happy. I couldn't even say nothing. And the girls like, love him, and he loves them too. He mm. will never admit it. He pets them. They come up to him. What all you that. in the face. It's like I got no, like, no. yeah, 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 move around. Anyway, I digress. That's false empathy. See, so there we go. Yeah, so there's there's my example. <laughs> I really don't. But seriously, uh, like there are a lot of different things that people are passionate about. Yeah. And it's like I don't expect for people to show my passion on certain. I don't either. But I'm not saying I'm, share I'm, your passion. Wait, 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 wait now. Look. I'm not saying that you said that. <laughs> I'm talking <laughs> about me. I want to be clear here. So. <laughs> you sound like that. Whoa, 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 yeah, So seriously, right. like for me. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't care. You know, my whole thing is there are certain ways to go about learning things. Mm-hmm. And there are certain ways to go about things without being tacky. Mm-hmm. And I'm be real. I don't want to be the only black person in the room. Yeah, but do you care? 
Yeah, I care sometimes. Depends you on where we're going. You do? Yes. Listeners, Pete can take us somewhere in the middle of Timbuktu. He could take us to a restaurant that starts with all K's and be just, hey, I'll take this, I'll take that. And I'm just like, what in the world? What's the song about Fiend? I keep my strap on. Oh, Lord. Lord, Lord. No, seriously, Lord. but here's the deal. <laughs> what you think is us no just going filter, to a random restaurant ever. in the middle of two buck two, ten buck two. Mm-hmm. I've already done my research. Mm. Okay. If we go to a town and we stay in that town, because I like to travel, y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at every damn restaurant. I'm seeing what's what, who's spending food, what does the clan eat. Like, I need to know. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, that's real, though. I'm on that's I paid money talk. for this. I'm the Green to Book. The Green Book provided information like that. Do you know about the Green Book? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, and I believe Tulsa. Where to eat, where to stay. Where to eat, where to stay, what road to take, what road not to take, all that. And I feel like because we have people that are faking the phone out here, not and I'm not talking about this situation, but we do see it. We see agents. And again, I like to call them agents because that's what they are. Who, If you're not really in this cause, why are you here? What are you, what, what are, what are you really doing? You mean like people while not shooting no funerals? Yeah, that kind of stuff. That's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> but... Well, the climate we got going on, I don't see that happening. Yeah, and it's amazing yeah. how that happens. That now all of a sudden we can move federal and agents all of a sudden, Chicago. Yes, now all of a sudden the the, the federales is up in up in the cities acting like police. Hey, for all, for all the people, for all the 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 working cats out there that are listening to the show, if you know what I'm saying, check out that UGK Feds in Town song because that's that's what it's about to be. Like straight up. Oh man. Straight up. You feel you feel you feel that way for real? Mm-hmm. On the oh, super okay. tight album. Okay. In town. Okay. That was one of uh Bumby's best pieces of work in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um So oh, go ahead. I don't yeah, it's like yeah, we'll go to like weird places and towns and stuff like that, but we're traveling. Like I don't right. there are certain places where you just can't get around it. Mm-hmm. But when we do, like for instance when we were in Montana and we were at a, a grocery store was like, oh shit, that's some black people on on, on aisle six. <laughs> There's a black couple on aisle six. I was happy as hell because I was like, man, we are the only black people in Montana. And we're in the middle of no damn where. Like, at least oh. one. And it was like another couple there. I was like, all right, cool, we good. Oh my God, I forgot about that. So, yes, no, yeah, there are certain situations. Hey, lie. I don't want to go to your church if I'm be the only black person there. I just, that, that's creepy to me. <sighs> so I don't. Again, I don't knock anybody for these. I can't call them prejudices. This is just like no, no. But it's your it's your level to me. Again, it goes back to your level of dedication. There are some people that yes, there are some people that are all in and hey man, they, they will wear afro if they can. And I guess that's what I'm talking. I'm not talking about appropriation culture oh, for vultures. Sure, for sure. I'm talking about. Yeah, let's 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 park it right there. I'm talking about dedication, you know, and then we'll we'll close this out. Yeah, um, I'm walking with you. I'm just saying, yeah. like, I would be that person that you would probably be like, because I am flat out about not wanting to do certain shit. Like, we can talk about it, right? But it's like, yeah, so far I'm willing to go unless I'm just really all in. So with that, would you put yourself in a situation that would lead someone to think that you would be all in? Would you would you sure do activities 
hear me out. Would you do activities, engage in conversation as if you genuinely were all in trying to understand, trying to be inclusive, things like that. And and then all that to say, eh, uh uh-uh. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And again, that might make me a shitty person at times. But it's not that I'm trying to sell somebody a wolf ticket. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. <laughs> you know me. I'll have a conversation with anybody. Right. And damn near about anything. Like, I can sit down across the table and talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. That's and, why I like you, Pete. But these conversations get really interesting. Yeah. But again, that doesn't mean that I want to go to your church. <laughs> Being the only black dude at your church. It gets really hmm. weird in certain places. Yeah. It's going to be real. <laughs> Unfortunately, people can't go to parties and be the only black person at a party. You might not make it. Yeah. I mean, that's what the media is showing us anyway. Right. So, again, like, I'm not knocking anybody for how they feel. It's just my whole thing is if you have questions, ask the right questions to the right people. Right. Do your right. research. Right. Like, again, if, if you're going to be a part of it and you have questions, have the decency to do research so you know what questions you're really asking. Correct. That's what Correct. I think. And I think that's that's the thing, and it goes back to how 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 dedicated are you to be willing to even do that, to and it, go and, and do research, and to, so you can know, is this going to offend or is this not going to offend? And that's what I mean by false empathy. When you really genuinely have that that mindset, you do do your homework. You do your research. So you don't come across like your your you empathy to a situation has been fake this whole time. But you, know you what should, I mean? but you're only as smart as you are. Like that that's it. Ooh, that's a whole nother podcast. So let's let's take like the, the let's take the black and white situation, right? Right. Like the black and white situation. Um and I was really going somewhere with this and I lost my damn thought. Hang on, it's gonna come back to me. It's okay. Uh, what was I gonna say? Take the black and white situation. Correct, correct. So I'm just gonna talk through this. You better mm-hmm. witness some G shit right here. Watch okay. This. <laughs> I will nail it anyway. I love so, it. So take the black and white situation, right? Right. Where you have people who basically sit on one side of the table or the other. Mm-hmm. Now, going off of what you only know. Mm-hmm. People are turned off by the word black when it comes to certain things, right? That's true. Like, remember we were in high school and BET. Why does black people need their own damn channels? <laughs> TV should be for everybody. Mm-hmm. What these people don't fail to realize is, like, there's a lot of channels where we don't even exist on these shits. Right, right. Can't see nobody look like us. So, to have sitcoms and news and music and things that appeal to us, right? there's a country music station. And there's some black people on the country music station. The dude that sings uh, with Hootie and the Blowfish, he'd be on all the time. You know what I'm saying? But there's some white people on BET. Nobody's tripping. It's just black entertainment television. But black and white really hits a nerve with some people. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you hear things like, um, like I said, BET, uh, the black association of this. Mm -hmm. You know, like the the pest control guy. He saw the sticker on my truck. He's like, what's that? I said, uh, National African American Gun Association. He's like, oh man, that's pretty cool. He's like, I saw the gun. He's like, I thought you do like ski shooting or something. <laughs> and then, then oh, he, the guy from Payola, yeah, Kansas. And then that's he was like, well, uh, 
<laughs> he gets it. He said, "Well, why is there like don't no offend you, man? But you know why is there a black gun association? Because somebody has to stand up for the rights of the black gun owners. Mm-hmm. Period." But he asked the question because he genuinely, he genuinely wanted, wanted to, to know. know. That's what I'm. That's real to me. But if he was smart, he wouldn't ask that question in the midst of a bunch of black guys just chilling. Oh, clearly. So that's my point. Gotcha. <laughs> I follow you. Okay, Use I see how you did that, Peter. Use your decency. <laughs> I see how you did that, Pete. Because it's like when people want to argue with somebody on Facebook, you're not going to get any damn work. Oh, never. Never. Because everybody's talking stuff behind their phone with their thumbs. Everybody's yep. thumb gangster. Yep. But you get your ass in front of somebody, oh, well, help me understand this, please. <laughs> now everybody's empathetic and wants to really know, mm-hmm. and that's cool. Mm-hmm. But again, like I said, so the, the black word, black, mm-hmm. black lives matter. Black Gun Association, Black Entertainment Television, like all these different things scared the shit out of people. Some people. Some people. Right. Thank you for clearing it up. Thank yes. You. And I did mean some people. Yes. But yes, it scares the shit out of some people. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, oh my God, they're going to take over. Right. Nobody wants to do anything but live. There you go. And so if I'm spending money with a major gun company mm-hmm. to have a gun, to have the right to carry a gun. And then this major gun company is paying this company to represent gun owners, but you won't really represent me. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm cool, man. Yeah. Keep your Candace Owens and the other dude. Like I'm cool on them. <laughs> like they don't represent me. Again. So. Yeah. We have a group that will represent me, and that's the National African American Gun Association. Mm-hmm. But again, he asked. Because he genuinely wanted to know, and I'm as opposed to, to yeah. But again, it's how you ask, correct, and who you ask, correct, and when, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like I said, it was it was the comment that rubbed me the wrong way. Yes, absolutely. Because there's a lot of things that I could say wasn't for me. Right, right. Because I'm the only black person in the room. Right, <laughs> right. So anyway. So anywho, on that, you know, listeners, we get on here always talk about our day-to-day y'all know how it goes um because i'm pretty sure somebody can relate to one or more of these scenarios but you know the goal is to chop it up so we can kind of talk through it and hopefully this will spark some conversation maybe y'all can continue the conversation like man i just had that happen the other day you know and uh and 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 chop it up so i um you know, I want to um, make sure that we we do that every show, bring the everyday to uh, to to uh, to the table. Y'all be so proud of me, listeners. I ain't had to pull no <laughs> kick doors this week. None. None. I'm proud of you. Although that is not that is not you. Um, I'm glad I've never seen you pull a kick door. It's real sometimes. Um, but we will be back next week. Look forward to picking up the the calls and the messages so we can talk through some things that y'all got uh got on your mind or you've gone through in your day. Tomorrow is Friday. So hopefully everybody's looking forward to a good re- weekend of uh relaxation and rest and uh, getting back to it in the coming week. Other than that, Pete. Just ask the right people the right questions. Ask the right people the right questions. Don't. Yes, 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 yes. Do not have false empathy uh, in this in this time that we're in because it really matters. You never know who you're who you're impacting, who you're influencing, Mm -hmm. or who's watching, or who's watching and or listening and looking like yeah. 
for real. Yes. Still. Yes. <laughs> what they did to Lauren Hill. Man, y'all know Pete got a breakout in song to drive it home. They ain't keeping it real. Y'all be easy. <laughs>